Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Cossade, S.J., Book 1, Chapter 1, Section 4, In What Perfection Consists. Perfection consists in doing the will of God, not in understanding his designs. The designs of God, the good pleasure of God, the will of God, the operation of God, and the gift of his grace are all one and the same thing in the spiritual life. It is God working in the soul to make it like unto himself. Perfection is neither more nor less than the faithful cooperation of the soul with this work of God. and is begun, grows, and is consummated in the soul, unperceived and in secret. The science of theology is full of theories and explanations of the wonders of this state in each soul according to its capacity. One may be conversant with all these speculations, speak and write about them admirably, instruct others, and guide souls. Yet if these theories are only in the mind, one is, compared with those who, without any knowledge of these theories, receive the meaning of the designs of God and do his holy will, like a sick physician compared to simple people in perfect health. The designs of God and his divine will, accepted by a faithful soul with simplicity, produces this divine state in it without its knowledge, just as a medicine taken obediently will produce health, although the sick person neither knows nor wishes to know anything about medicine. As fire gives out heat, and not philosophical discussions about it, nor knowledge of its effects, so the designs of God and his holy will work in the soul for its sanctification, and not speculations of curiosity as to this principle and this state. When one is thirsty, one quenches one's thirst by drinking not by reading books which treat of this condition. The desire to know does but increase this thirst. Therefore, when one thirsts after sanctity, the desire to know about it only drives it further away. Speculation must be laid aside, and everything arranged by God as regards actions and sufferings must be accepted with simplicity. For these things happen at each moment by the divine command or permission and are always the most holy, the best, and the most divine for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, 
child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If sanctity consists in active fidelity to the will of God and passive fidelity to all that he allows to happen to us, then the question comes up, how much do we need to understand about what God is doing? If I have to accept these things to become a saint, to become perfect, do I also need to understand what God's doing? And de Cossade is clear. We don't have to understand. The perfection is not in the understanding so much as in the cooperation. The perfection is God working in our soul. To do what? To make us like himself. And our sanctity, our perfection, will just require us to cooperate with that, not get in the way. Allow what he is doing to come to its completion. So that he might perfect, as St. Paul says of the Philippians, the good work which he has begun in us. Now, does it hurt to know about the various theories of how God works? No, it can actually help in some ways. Does it hurt to want to understand what God is doing? No. We have Our Lady as the example. When she was told that she was to become the mother of the Savior, she asked a question. How can this be? For I know not man. She did want to understand so that she could give herself more completely to the plan. She wasn't doubting it like Zechariah. No, she was trying to, in her faith, seek a greater understanding. And there's nothing wrong with that if it's not just mere curiosity. Curiosity is wanting to know things we don't need to know. That is mere curiosity. There's a harmless curiosity, but curiosity as, a, as something bad is when we desire to know what we don't need to know, what we shouldn't try to know, what we can't figure out ourselves. And this is one of the great problems trying to fully understand, thinking we can fully understand what's happening, when the meaning of what's happening to us is bound up with our future sanctity, it's bound up with all the people we're going to help one day by the kinds of people we become, it's bound up with other people's lives too who are going to see us, who may make use of us in some ways, it's so that we might be prepared to help other people, because the mystical body of Christ is growing to maturity and we don't fully know how we are growing and how we're going to finally look because we don't know what the whole mystical body looks like at its completion and how our part will fit there. And so in our current state, it's almost impossible. It is impossible to understand fully what God's doing. Only in the fullness of time will everything be revealed. Nothing hidden that will not be revealed, our Lord says. There's nothing hidden, nothing secret that won't be proclaimed. But now we walk by faith. Do we read? Yes. 
Do we try to understand? Yes, but moderately. This chapter is very memorable. If you're thirsty, you will not slake your thirst by reading about drinking. <laughs> you have to actually drink. And so mere reading about the spiritual life, mere reading about how God acts, that's not the same thing as becoming holy. And so as we read through this book, as we seek to become holy, it's not enough just to know what Dekosad is saying or Francis de Sales says. No, what matters is that we begin to put it into practice. What matters is we actually are faithful in active things and faithful in the passive things the Lord sends us. God is acting for his good pleasure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.